Welcome to the Filter Free Friday podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Williams, and this is the podcast to remind you that the distance between the life that you want to live and the life that you're currently living isn't nearly as big as you think. Happy Friday. We made it. Um, look, look, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm sitting where, how do I describe where I'm sitting? In the like landing of my staircase, like not a spiral staircase, but you know how stairs go down and then there's the flat landing and then they go down again. Like it's kind of like two different levels. Uh, I'm in that flat landing in between the two stair spaces going down to my garage at 6 a.m. in the morning because everyone in the house is asleep. And by everyone, I mean just Rob and the baby. But I didn't want to like disturb them. Mainly Rob. I could Rob Blake wouldn't wake up. Anyways, um, because this is the only time I had time to like record the podcast, so I was like, okay, let me like at least get as far away from the master bedroom as I can so I can record it at 6 a.m. And so there's a slight whisper in my voice, but like, even if I was to do it in my bedroom with Rob asleep, he'd wake up at first, but then probably would fall asleep. So I don't know why I'm like whispering, but like I have to, like the decent person in me has to do this at a slight whisper. But this is the only time I have to record this podcast today, and it's got to get recorded, so this is what we're doing, okay? This is this is the life that we're living. Um, it's been a bit of a hectic week. We have had a winter storm here in Portland, and don't worry, I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan about the winter. But I have bitch and moaned about it on Instagram, and what I do find interesting is just the sheer number of people who, like, I don't want to say I've never lived somewhere with snow because like I'm from Texas and it doesn't snow there. And so like if I still lived in Texas, which would, which would be like a normal life experience to like not move out of the state that you were born in, I would have very little experience with snow. But there's enough people in the United States that do experience snow and it happens enough that you hear about it. You see it on the news. You, you know, it's, it's not just a thing in the movies, but I think it's interesting now that I speak to people in other countries on a regular basis, it's funny talking to people who've like never, I don't say never experienced snow because I think most people have at least like gone somewhere, like experienced like a flurry, but have never like experienced a storm because it seems so much scarier than it really is. Like, yes, I'm stuck in my house for the most part, but like we can still drive to the grocery store that is, you know, a mile away from us. Like, we're going to be okay. It's not like I'm, like, hunkered down. Now, that does happen. And a lot of people have lost power. So I'm not... And our lights were flickering last night. And I'm not the religious type, but I was praying to a God I don't believe in yesterday because I was like, I do not want to lose power. And, like, so, like, yeah, it, it does get serious. Like, there are, I think, over 200,000 people lost power in Portland. So don't let me dilute it. I'm going on a tangent now. You get my point. Anyways, it's been a crazy, crazy, weird week because it does kind of throw a wrench in your your plans, but it's not like my life has ended. And one thing that I didn't want it to end was my nanny share on Thursday because um, I need childcare. Like, let's just be real. The lengths that a mom will go to to get childcare okay? Like I, I have so much work to do the next couple months. I just yesterday had, um, my 
like 2024 kind of like plan meeting with sweat and let me tell you what there's so much happening and then there's half stuff happening in life outside of sweat like job related stuff and then there's oh I don't know this baby <laughs> I just had I mean I didn't just have her I literally looked at Rob the other day and I was like what do you want to do for her first birthday party because I know it's like it's the beginning of April but with the amount of work that I have to do between now and then see here I am yawning on the podcast that's okay this is not the most professional podcast I've ever recorded but we're friends right right again if it's a conversation with two girlfriends this is the kind of conversation you would get from me at 6 23 a.m this is the vibe that we're rolling with um, yeah, I was like, do you know what you want to do for Blake's first birthday? Because I need to plan it now if I have any chance of getting it done by April. Like, I, I need to do it now. So I was telling you all of this because that's the level of busy I'm at. And so there's no freaking way I was going to miss childcare for another day. I already, so Monday was a, Monday was a holiday here in the United States, Martin Luther King Day. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, it was too um, snowy and icy for my nanny to come. And Rob's been working from home, but, like, he's still working, right? So, like, I'm taking care of Blake. And, like, you know, if he has, like, a free 30 minutes between meetings or something, he might take her so that I can, like, do something. But his job takes priority when it comes to that kind of thing, more both working from home. When he's got, like, meetings and, like, you know. My job is way more flexible. I work for myself. He works for someone else. So I'm taking care of the baby. And, uh, well, I mean, he does, let me give him his due diligence, like his moment. He does a lot. I'm thankful for him. Anyways, by th- well, the time we got to Thursday, I was like, I need this child care no matter what. And the nanny that we share with, um, she's four blocks away four, six, doesn't matter, she's close, with a good friend of mine, and they have a daughter literally born the exact same week as Blake, it's great. Well, the nanny share is going a little rough, Blake has been in very bad moods every single time we go, so I don't actually know if the nanny share is going great for the nanny or for Blake, but it's going great for me to have another day of childcare. Like, I literally talked to the nanny, and I was like, I'm so sorry, my child, like, it hates being here, apparently, like, I feel like an awful mom, but, like, she'll get over it, hopefully, I don't know, um, so, I pushed my stroller through the thickest ice I've ever seen, and my friend came, she had two pairs of snowshoes, and she, so she trekked to my house with her extra pair And then we trekked back to her house with my stroller and like all of my tough and toe. Because I also, because we just started this nanny share, I go there for the day just in case Blake like ends up being in a horrendous mood and needs like a mom hug, which like does happen. (laughs) So I go with them and I sit just in the basement. So I'm not with the baby. I sit in the basement kind of like I am right now and do my work and then like if like shit hits the fan I'm like there to like help console her um and so I like literally 
packed up. I have to bring my pump. I have to bring lunch for me, food for Blake. I have to bring my work stuff. I have to bring her diaper bag. Like, it, I have to bring everything. It is below freezing, so I've got like a full, a full get up. Um, and I've got snowshoes on, and Blake, Blake is just, she's in, so she's got a snowsuit, but it's too small for her. I bought, she's right now she wears three to six months, and I bought three to six months, but like, kind of forgetting though that like when you put a jacket of this size, like it's a heavy snowsuit on a baby, that like it needs to be a little bit bigger. Like you need to, one, she's going to grow into it, but two, she's also wearing layers of clothes underneath. Anyways, she absolutely hates it because she can't move at all. It's way too small for her, but like I'm not going to not put it on her just because it's too small. Like buckle up, girl. It's six blocks. You can make it. So she was miserable, but warm. She probably was miserable because she was too warm. And I pushed my stupid up a baby Vista stroller. Like, you know the how parents will say, I walk to school, you know, three miles uphill in the snow both ways. You know, that was me yesterday. I pushed that stroller uphill in the snow both ways. Both ways meaning on the way there and on the way back. If you've never heard that joke. First of all, it's flat as can freaking be. It's There's zero hill. And it wasn't snow, it was ice. But the sentiment applies. It was icy on the way there. And so I just felt a little ridiculous. But I made it, right? You're literally pushing the stroller down the ice. And like the front wheels are, were helpless. Were complete helpless. They were slipping and sliding. But but the back wheels were, were, were solid. But... We, you know, Blake was fine. There was no tipping of the, of the stroller on the way there. That's when I had my friend with me because she had brought me the snowshoes. On the way back, it was just me and the whole day had gone by and it was a little bit warmer. So a lot of that ice had melted. And when I tell you, I'll admit I put my child's in harm's way yesterday. I'll admit it. You know, it was not the smartest decision so I started walking in the slush. It wasn't necessarily bad on the sidewalks, like where the, the snow had just kind of melted into this thick, thick slush. So it's not like powder. It's not ice. It's that muddy, disgusting slush when the snow starts to melt. Um, like all I think of, it's like if you've ever been to like New York City in the winter when it snows and everyone thinks New York City in the winter is just so beautiful. And it is. But what you don't think about is like, the snowbanks of brown slush that just sit on like the corners of the streets where like all the cars and the taxis have like pushed the snow off the main road and into that like dead space between the sidewalk and the street or kind of on the sidewalk like on the curb and it's the most disgusting snow you've ever seen because it's also where people put the trash and it's also just like there's a, it's like a high walk high traffic area so like it's just like brown and muddy and disgusting snow slush it's disgusting okay so imagine that but in portland oregon so it's not nearly as disgusting as new york but it's got that just like slushy disgustingness to it so I'm having to push my stroller through this slush and like I'm having to push like if you've ever done a sled workout where your arms are like straight and you're just like pushing with all of your might. That was me except my child was in this sled and like she was like looking at me. Thank God we do have like a, a rain protector so like it's not like she was getting wet or anything 
but I'm a hundred positive she was like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was pushing her and she, the front wheels would get stuck. So anytime I had to go, if you imagine walking down blocks of streets, so you get to the street and then you know how they have the kind of like, I think it's the ADA, the American Disability Association has like the ramp, like, like, like you get to the end of the street and you have the slight ramp that takes you down onto the actual street. Sorry. So you go sidewalk down the ramp street up a little ramp back onto the sidewalk. Okay. I don't know if y'all have that in Europe and Asia or Asia and Australia, but like in the United States, most streets have that to help people with wheelchairs and blind people with disabilities and all the things be able to like get up and down off the street safely. That part, the ramps were really bad because like all of the snow and water would puddle itself at the bottom of the ramp. So I would get down the ramp and then I would get stuck in that big ass thing of snow. And so I would have to then walk to the front of the stroller, pick up the front of the stroller, and then just kind of like shimmy Blake over this puddle of like snow sludge and then trudge my way across the street. And then I wouldn't really have to do it again. I'm sorry, I'd have to do it again on the way back up and then I'd be fine for the sidewalk. And so I had to do that six times because it's six blocks. So I literally had like, it was six times having to stop, pick up, literally physically like pick up the stroller and like put it up and over a puddle of snow sludge while I'm wearing snowshoes on ice while it's actively raining and like below, okay, freezing rain, like below freezing. There's no one else outside because who goes outside in this weather? And I've got my backpack on with my breast pump inside and like my freshly pumped milk inside and my like lunch, like satchel, like I'm a freaking child and my like kids 17 changes of clothes because she's got reflux like you know some just draped in the in the carriage of this upper baby vista stroller that everyone tells you you gotta get the upper baby vista stroller it is the best and don't and it is the best i'll be it is great but it, it's a it's a heavy duty i need you to know the which what type of stroller i have because if you know anything about strollers you'll know that this isn't a small stroller this is the stroller that you buy if you want to have two two quick two kids quickly because it's really good for buying a second attachment for um a second kid like so you can have two of them so the stroller's big because it can handle multiple kids and mom I know you're listening to this don't get excited I didn't buy this stroller because I plan on having a kid like immediately like I'm we're not trying don't get excited don't don't read the subcontext of this 6 a.m podcast I don't I just said 6 a.m accidentally which is really funny because that's like a little bit of a Freudian slip because when you're thinking about trying to have a kid, I don't know if you know, but you have to have sex to do that. So that was a funny little Freudian slip that I could have skipped over. But I th- I found that funny if you if you caught that. If you caught that, I don't know if you did. Anyways, I'm not trying to have a kid right now. But I did buy the stroller that if I did have a kid quickly and I needed Blake to be in the stroller and said new kid I could. That's not really why I bought it, because I think this is just the best stroller on the market, as everyone said, but it is a nice added benefit. What, what it's not nice is that it's a little on the bigger, bigger side, it's a little on the clunkier side, so when you're pushing your ass and your child's ass down a snowy bank, an icy bank, in the freezing rain, 
you're going to look like a hot mess express. So I'm pushing Blake and I look up and there's this man walking down the side of the street. I think he's walking his dog or something. I don't know where he's going, but there's no one else. It's just me and him. And he just looks at me and I look at him and he pulls out his little phone and he just clicks a picture. Just he took, or maybe it was a video. Who knows? He took a picture of me like, and you know, I could have screamed at him from across the street. Like, oh, you take the time to take a picture, but you don't take the time to help, uh, you know, helpless mom. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I called Rob. Again, it's six blocks. I need you to know it's a short distance. But it was the longest possible distance. And I, at one point I called Rob and I was just like, SOS, I need you to come get me. Like, I need you to put on your shoes and like, like we can still push the stroller, but I'm just so embarrassed by how hard this is and how ridiculous I look that I need you to be subjected to the same level of ridiculous and embarrassment because I don't even know if getting the car would have helped. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like we, it's so, I was so close to home that like, I think it would have been smarter. (sighs) Yeah, actually, I think literally probably in that case, no, I don't know what I would have done if Rob was there. I really just wanted someone else to be embarrassed with me. Like, I don't think having to get the car, it wasn't that bad that like getting the car was the solution because then we have de-ice the car and all the things. But like, I was stuck in the snow two blocks from my house with my kid in her stroller. That's the synopsis of the story. And then some man comes and takes a picture. And I just feel like this person thinks I'm an idiot. This person thinks I'm an idiot. That's that's really the, the that's what I thought, and like you know sometimes you think you're so cool, like sometimes you're like oh I'm an influencer, oh I like you know thousands of women work out with me, and you get a little bit of an ego. You're like okay I'm doing things. I work for myself. I'm making it happen. I'm cool. I'm hip, and then you're stuck on the side of the road with your kid crying in freezing rain, trying to push a stroller through like four inches of of brown shit snow sludge. And you got some 65 year old man snapping photos of you because you look ridiculous. Not because like, oh, like he's gonna take this. Like he's taking this and sending it to his boys. The group, he's sending it out into the group chat being like, look at this idiot who thought she could she could push her stroller through all this snow with her kid. The stroller could have toppled over. I'm going to be completely honest that that was a very real reality. And that's originally why I called Rob because I was like, this is not safe. But my ego took over and I was like, Blake, if we topple over, you're just, you're buckled in, right, girl? Because (laughs) we're doing this. So I made it home. I made it home. I didn't need Rob's help. I did it. Blake was fine. We didn't topple over. But the reason that I share this story is because... When that man was taking a photo of me, I just realized, and I'm going to curse here for a second, I just have the I don't give a fuck attitude these days. And everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, it's because you're a mom. Oh yeah, that happens to moms. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's because I'm a mom. I think it's because I'm 35. I mean, being a mom does certainly um, change things. Don't get me wrong. But I just want to be like, shout out to all the women 
in their 30s who just turn the corner and are like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't, I don't care. I teach EAF. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't. I take the picture of me. I look like a hot mess. I can't remember the last time I wore makeup unless it was for a photo shoot. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't wash my hair these days. Well, mo- the hair, the lack of hair washing is is because of motherhood. That's not because I'm in my 30s. But like, I just feel like I'm 35, I'm turning 36 uh, in a couple months, and I just no longer have the brain space to care what other people think. And it's so funny because as a like perfectionist, and I, in my 20s, that used to come out as caring a lot what people think. Like I used to really, really care what people think. And I do still care a certain amount. Like I do want to be liked. But I don't care so much. If I decide to do something hot mess, express, ridiculous, I, I'm, I'm confident in that decision. And I would say... In my 20s, when I decided to do a hot mess express decision, like push my stroller through the, you know, sludge and look absolutely like I'm I'm like an idiot. I would care. I would care that that man took a photo of me. I would care about every single car that like slowed down when they passed me and was like looking at me like, oh my God, this girl made a stupid decision. That would have ruined me for a long time. And now in my 30s, my perfectionism, my perfectionism doesn't come out as caring what other people think. My perfectionism comes out with a really high standard that I set myself. So it's almost like my perfectionism has become more internal. And I think I struggle more with the standards of success that I put in, onto myself. It has nothing, nothing to do with other people. And like they're, they're, opinions of me I could give two shits about your opinion of me I've realized I'm just going to be me and if I'm not your flavor of tea so be it you can have a different kind do you know like that's just where I'm at and that's such a significant change because again it's still the same perfectionism it's still the same uh maybe not people pleasing but it's um my my overachieving high functioning anxiety has morphed and I don't even know if it's a healthier morph because doing things for other people and then beating yourself versus beating yourself up because you're not good enough in your own head both of those are bad so I'm not sitting here saying like look at me I've matured I haven't I still I still have plenty of anxiety and like issues that I need and perfectionism issues that I need to like consistently deal with but it's just interesting to feel how that shift has happened how in my 20s like I was thinking about this the other day I had a year in my 20s right after I first moved to Baltimore when I was dealing with a lot of panic attacks and all of those panic attacks were because of how other people treated me or how I was perceived by other people like I was just in certain situations where like I yeah, it, it was it was a weird time. And I think I, I was in a new city and I was trying to make friends. And it was kind of like times that I had been like left out or bullied. There was a specific guy uh, who was in my friend group um, who I definitely bullied. He definitely bullied me. Uh, and there were a few occasions where like 
he said things and then I went home and like had a panic attack. Like I'll, I'll, I'll just admit that. Um, and like that wouldn't, like if I was to be bullied by that person now, I, it would, it would piss me off. It wouldn't, it wouldn't make me uh, scared, scared, anxious, um, or depressed like it did then. It would be an anger now. But then I think it would have, instead of having panic attacks, because I actually care what that guy thinks, I think I would now just either brush it off because I know that he's wrong, or if he was right, maybe if he was bullying me about like my lack of success on something, that would send me into a tailspin because if I also felt like I wasn't successful at what he thought I was successful, unsuccessful at then I would be like oh my god he's right not because it's a different person but because I have these oh my own self-standards and I know that's like a weird like like revelation to make about this whole snow situation that I went in but that's what I got out of it I'm just like I don't care what people think of me in my 30s but I care what I think of me in my 30s And in my 20s, I cared what other people thought of me. And I don't think I cared as much about what I thought of myself. Like, like I dealt with disordered eating and I worked out way too much sometimes. And like, I didn't care about putting myself through the bullshit to look and present myself a certain way to other people. I cared a lot. I did, I would do what's wrong for me if it was right for other people. And in, in my 20s and now in my 30s, I'll always do what's right for me because all I care about is like taming that voice in my head that says like, you're not good enough, you're not successful enough, you know, that's anxious about all the possible things that could go wrong. Like you, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know my flavor of like high functioning, overachieving uh, anxiety. You've heard it. You've seen it. Many of you also haven't. That's my revel- that's my realization today. And again, I don't think one's better than the other. I just think maybe I can sit with myself a little bit more in these situations where I'm like, oh, like a lot of people saw me do something embarrassing. Like cars were passing me by nonstop, slowing down, looking at me. I have no doubt multiple people got home to their husbands and wives and were like, you never believe this hot mess express mom that I saw today on the roads, in the freezing rain, trying to, like, push her baby through the stroller. Like, some people, I bet, thought that, like, I was just out for, like, a joyride. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I had so much, so many bags, like, my backpack. It was probably very clear that I was coming from somewhere. Maybe they thought that, like, I didn't have a car. there are a lot of homeless people in Portland, so maybe they thought I was homeless. Like, there wasn't actually. Now that I think about it, that's probably more realistic. They probably didn't because Blake was so bundled up in there and she had the like tarp thing over her so that she wouldn't get wet. They probably couldn't even see the baby. I couldn't even see Blake. And so with my backpack and all my bags underneath the stroller, they probably thought that I stole that stroller. Now we're really getting to the meat of this story. What a turn this podcast took. He wasn't judging me. For being a bad mom, he was judging me for being homeless. Mmm, that's deep. 
okay, okay, maybe we need to, I need to, I need to ideate on this. I need to think about my actions or his actions. Either way, you shouldn't be taking people, pictures, videos of people doing embarrassing things. I mean, well, I say that, but then like when I go make breakfast after this, I'm just going to sit on TikTok and watch videos of people doing embarrassing things. I even posted a, pic a video of me doing said embarrassing thing on the internet, but I can make fun of myself because I'm in my 30s. Do you know what I'm saying? I would never make fun of myself. Like literally I had my friend take that video of me. Like, you know, I'm a content creator when I'm going through something hellish and embarrassing. And I'm like, someone grab a phone and take a video of me. I need to post this to Instagram. It would be funny. Like that's literally like, <laughs> that's where I'm at in my life. But some of these like ridiculous, like I knew as it was happening, I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Like, like anytime anything ridiculous happens in my life, I'm like, oh, I got to put that on the podcast. So if I have the opportunity to take a picture or a video so that I have like receipts, I have proof of said ridiculousness, I always take it. Like that's how I know I've officially like entered into the life of a content creator because like that's just how my brain works. Anything in my life happens, I'm like, turn on your phone turn on your phone. And if you want to become a content creator, that's my number one piece of advice. Record everything. <laughs> yeah, everything can be turned into content. Um, all right, friends. Uh, if you're in your 30s and you have your IDGAF attitude, welcome. I'm with you. If you're in your 20s and you still care what people think, that's okay. I'm not even saying you have to change. Just recognize and if you're in your 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s I don't know I don't know what you what what phase of life you're in if you could let me know so I can prepare what 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 kind of person am I going to be when I'm in my 40s now that I'm going to be 36 I'm going to be closer to 40 than I am 30 I'm sorry mom she didn't like that actually my mom doesn't care my dad doesn't like that because that means he's old enough to have a kid in his 40s and I don't think he likes how that sounds but he'll get over it I'll get over it. We've got a few more years to get there. All right, friends. Um, I'm going to go eat breakfast. I'm going to stop whispering. I'm going to listen to this podcast back, and I really hope that the audio doesn't sound horrendous. And if it does, I'm, I'm sorry. I probably should have checked, but I didn't because it was 6 a.m. in the morning, and I forgot to check. So that was bad on me, but what are you going to do? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like that. This podcast in of itself is a perfect example that I'm like, ah, well, it's not going to be perfect, but we're going to do it anyways. And I'm not going to be mad about myself because I'm, like I said, I'm showing up for a conversation with my girlfriends. I'm picking up the phone and saying, oh my God, girl, you have to listen to this ridiculous story that, um, just happened to me. That's what this podcast is. And if you don't like it, deal with it. If you like it, if you do like it, which I hope you do, I hope you subscribe and rate, rate and review and tell a friend. Okay, friends, I'm going to go have some breakfast. I love you all. Have a happy Filter Free Friday. <laughs>